Hi, thanks for joining me. If you're new here, my name is Amanda Bovey and I am, I wanted to come share a word the Lord put on my heart. And as I'm in my prayer time, I am in Acts 2. Acts is one of my favorite, favorite books. Well, I have a lot of favorites in the Bible, but Acts particularly, um, I am a Pentecostal Christian and I, I believe as Christians, we're all Pentecostal Christians because the Holy Spirit fell on Pentecost. So whether we realize it or not, I believe that we, um, we all received that inheritance of the Holy Spirit, um, through the power of the Pentecost when the Holy Spirit had revealed himself. And, uh, that's exactly where I'm going to go. And this will um, be a brief, uh, just a brief word. I haven't, um, posted on my, on my channel here in a bit, but the Lord just, um, put on my heart Acts 2 where the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation, which I normally read from the King James, but I've, I've been supplementing with other versions and just comparing. And I really love the language in the translation, um, version. So Acts 2, on the day of Pentecost, was being fulfilled. All the disciples were gathered in one place. Suddenly, they heard the sound of a violent blast of wind rushing into the house from out of the heavenly realm. The roar of the wind was so overpowering, it was all anyone could bear. Then all at once, a pillar of fire, this is my favorite part, appeared before their eyes. It separated into tongues of fire that engulfed each one of them. They were all filled and equipped with the Holy Spirit and were inspired to speak in tongues, empowered by the Holy Spirit to speak in languages they had never learned. Now at that time were Jewish worshipers who had immigrated from many different lands to live in Jerusalem. When the people of the city heard the roaring sound, crowds came running to where it was coming from, stunned over what's happening because each one could hear the disciples speaking in his or own language. Bewildered, they said to one another, aren't these all Galileans? So how is it that we hear them speaking in our own languages? We are Northeastern Iranians, Northwestern Iranians, and those from Meso Mesotopiama, I probably butchered that one. Judea, East Central Turkey, and other coastal areas of the Black Sea Asia, North Central Turkey, South Turkey, Egypt, Libyans, and our neighbors of Cyrene, visitors of all over the Roman Empire, both Jews and, and converts to Judaism, uh, Cretanans, Arabs. Yet we hear them speaking of God's mighty wonders in our own dialects. They all stood there, dumbfounded and astonished, saying to one another, What is this phenomenon? But others poked fun at them and said, They're just drunk on the new wine. And so there were a lot of things happening. One of the most amazing things to me, um, I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, and I, and I pray in my prayer language. I love it. I believe it's so powerful. Um, and that's something that I want to touch on today because it looks different um, you know, one thing that happens is you, they were speaking in dialects that they never learned. So imagine you going to Africa and you were sharing the gospel in Africa, but you've never learned 
their language. <laughs> the other thing of the gift of tongues is that you are speaking in another language known only to God. And so one of the most powerful things that the Lord is teaching me and still working on teaching me is that my heavenly language, that private language between him and I that I don't understand, um, but I know that it just wells up in from my belly, that he is welcoming he's asking us to welcome in things that we don't quite understand there's a lot of things in the bible that our mind cannot comprehend it can't comprehend when the israelites were standing at the red sea do you think they really comprehend like their mind was able to comprehend that the red sea just parted and we're literally walking through water on both sides there are things that we're not supposed to comprehend when the stone wall rolled away and Jesus rose from the grave, our minds can't comprehend that. When we ask for supernatural encounters and dreams and visions, God is a spirit and he speaks to our spirit through the power of the Holy Spirit by being in right standing with him through the blood of Jesus Christ. And so when we go into his presence, he's not asking us to worship him with our minds. He's actually asking us to worship him with our spirit, with our innermost man from that, from that place in us that moves beyond the flesh, moves beyond the mind, moves beyond our soul, is just our spirit man crying out to him and just communing with him. The Holy Spirit wants to commune with us. He wants to give us dreams and visions and heavenly languages. And he wants to pour out. He says in the book of Acts that he will pour out his spirit on all people, on all people, not just a few people, <laughs> on all people. And that is one of the most profound profound things. Acts 2.17, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned into the darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. I believe uh, just in my spirit that we are, we are between Acts 2.17 and Acts 2.20 where the moon um, will change colors. But right now, I believe the spirit realm is primed and ready for miracles to happen, for his spirit to be poured out on all flesh. Today, I was speaking to a friend about um, the woman who touched the hem of his garment, and, and it's in every one of the new gospel, every one of the gospels, Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John, and you know, in, I believe it's Matthew, he says, Jesus says, he stops and he says, who touched me? Who touched me? Her, her faith was so strong that the woman with the issue of blood left her house. She should have been quarantined. She wasn't, it was illegal for her to leave the home because she was considered unclean. She wasn't even allowed to be out among the people because the religious knew the power of blood. They knew the power of the blood. 
that if there was blood from an unclean vessel, that you would actually taint or corrupt, corrupt those that you came in contact with. So much so that women, wives, had to separate themselves for so many days before they were even intimate with their spouse because the issue of blood. They understood the issue of blood. There were blood sacrifices being given in the Old Testament that God called them to. And that is just, that was a a glimpse into why Jesus had to come and pour out his blood because God knew the power of the blood the power of the blood being in the human body you know spirits don't have blood we're the only ones with the blood that's why Jesus had to become man because the power of the blood there was something so significant about this woman who left her house when she was considered unclean because of this bleeding issue for 12 years which is also so significant that number the number 12 for 12 years she had an issue of of the blood and I don't know what disease that is I don't know exactly what that looks like but what I know is she wasn't supposed to leave her house the religious told her you have to stay in your home now imagine if she would have stayed home and she heard Jesus was going through her town could have Jesus being God on earth healed her he knew her he knows all of us he could have healed her in her home But that's not how God operates. God says, chase me, chase me down. And so this woman with the issue of blood, she heard this man, Jesus, he's coming to my town and I've got, I've got to go see him. This is it. Actually, the word of God says that she spent all of her money on physicians, (laughs) on physicians. How many times do we spend all of our resources up? We spend them all up on everything but the father and then we'll say all right I'm at my wit's end I don't know what else to do I'm going I'm 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 bandaging myself up I'm leaving my house this could mean I could be stoned to death I could be arrested I don't even know what this looks like this woman is thinking I imagine she's thinking and she says but there's this man named Jesus who said he's a healer And she believed in that so much so that she left her home, fought her way through a crowd. Now imagine, people know that he's a healer, so they're fighting. They're fighting to get to him. And she touched the hem of his garment. Now do you think in a crowd of of however many people there were, say there were a hundred, Jesus is walking through a hundred people and they're all grabbing at him. Do you think she's the only one that touched the hem of his garment? (laughs) I don't think so. But he stopped. He turned around and he said, who touched me? My power has left me. Her faith was so big and so strong that when she touched him, that faith met with his power. And miraculously, she was healed. Miraculously, he, she was healed. The Bible says it's by our faith It's by our faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. It's impossible to please him without faith. Yes, Jesus did it all. Yes, he does it all. Yes, he is powerful. But we have a part to play in that. And so I pray that you go into your prayer closet today and you say, Jesus, I have this situation in my life. My house needs the fire of God to fall upon it so that my children and my my children's children and my children's children children will be transformed by 
your spirit by one of them just coming to Jesus because all it takes is one <laughs> that's all it takes is one whether it's a work a work issue or a money issue or a or a child issue or a spouse issue or a cancer issue whatever that culprit is i pray that you say god i've spent all that i have on physicians i've spent it all i've spent it all <laughs> I've spent all of my resources on the world's way, on the world's way of healing. That's what the physicians represented. They represented the world's way. What the doctor couldn't heal her. It was only God who could heal her. But she had to have the faith. He says, if we, if all we need is the faith of a mustard seed and he'll water it and he'll grow it and he'll blossom it from there. But I pray that today in your prayer closet, you will move past what your eyes see. You will move past the lies that the enemy speaks over and over and over and over in your mind. And you'll say, nope, <laughs> I'm putting on, I'm putting on my, my garment of praise and I'm walking towards you Jesus I'm gonna chase you down I heard you're in my town and so I'm coming to find you stop waiting for him to come to your door and go chase him down like the woman with the issue of the blood because I believe it is it was by her faith when her faith met his power it something happened and so I pray he speaks to you in, in the night. I pray he gives you dreams and visions. I pray that you're, you have this miraculous experience where you're baptized in the spirit. And listen, this is not an emotional thing. I don't believe in emotionalism, although I'm a very emotional person. I believe that he's saying, let me offend your mind to get to your spirit. If you think that prophecy, the gift of tongues, and all of that is the day of the past, I challenge you to ask him, Lord, if any part of my mind offends you, then offend my mind so that you can speak to my spirit. And so I just want to close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just give you the glory and the praise today. I thank you. 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 And I ask that every single person under the sound of my voice would have a miraculous encounter with you, whether they can see it or feel it, but in their spirit. I'm speaking to their spirit man, that their spirit man hears and sees a miraculous encounter with you, that they would wake up tomorrow and they would not wake up hopeless, but wake up hopeful. If, if there's an area in their life, Lord, that they feel hopeless, Lord, I ask that they would wake up and there's just a knowing in their spirit that you're, that you've got them. You've got them. We do not walk by sight, but by faith. And lead us by faith, Lord. Let us trust you by faith. We don't know where the days are going. And we just praise you and we thank you. We give you all the glory. All the glory. In your heavenly, precious name, Abba Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the Trinity. In your holy name we pray. Amen.